<laughs> That's right, it's Halloween season. And in today's episode, I bring you two amazing scare actors to the show as they tell me all about their experiences being scare actors working at the haunts and all the fun, exciting things they get to do. The teamwork and the hard effort that goes into making a scary haunt what it is. The joy of scaring people and the spirit of Halloween. And today's episode is a strong PG, a little bit of mild language. And to kick off today's episode, as we all know, Erica Page is the amazing composer who helped put together our theme song for this show. And she's been kind enough to give us her song, Freaks, from her album, Hallow. And considering the two people we're interviewing in today's special episode, I figured the song was very appropriate and a great way to start the Halloween season. So tune in and enjoy. Listener beware, you're in for a scare. Welcome to IPA Sessions. As the sun begins to set and the shadows are all about The time for nocturnal creatures matters when they all come out Just looking for a little fun Yeah, yeah, coming out to play Better run, better run If you're afraid of wild things Cause the freaks are Coming out, yeah, they are in the crowd. Drawn by the moon, I guess you are a freak too. I guess you are a freak too. I guess you are. Now I know you're feeling in this magic all Time for nocturnal creatures And right now it's going down Just looking for a little fun Yeah, yeah, coming out to play Better run, better run If you're afraid of wild things Cause the freaks are coming out Yeah, they are in the crowd Welcome to IPA Sessions, a podcast for independent artists. This is a place where, as always, we like to provide inspirations for practical applications in entertainment. And I'm your host, Kay Jacob. 
Today, we're going to go into scary haunts. I get to talk to a couple of haunt actors. Uh, excuse me, a couple of scare actors. We have back on the show for the second time, Paul Zachariah and a good friend of his, Angelique Enos. Welcome to the show, guys. Say hi. Hello. Hi. Thank you so much for having us. Thank, glad to be back. Yeah. Thank you so much for inviting me. Yeah, no, we appreciate. Uh, I, I believe you're the uh, you're the most experienced one here. I want to do something special for Halloween, and I thought, you know, this it's so popular with these haunts going on that I'd love to get some scare actors on to kind of talk about that and encourage others who might want to do the same. Uh, so I brought you guys on, and Paul introduced you uh, to the show. Angelique, thank you for joining us. Uh, we're excited to hear what you have to say. Uh, yeah, I'm always excited to talk about uh, scare acting. Right. Uh, kind of tell us a little bit of uh, what you do and why you do it. Uh, so I'm a scare actor for Universal Studios Halloween Horror Nights in Hollywood. And I've been doing this for a good while now, since 2015. That was my first year. And I love it because I've always been a huge fan of Halloween. It's been the holiday. I love it more than my birthday. Uh, <laughs> um, Who doesn't love Halloween? If you're you're weird if you don't like Halloween. Yeah, right. So, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of people still don't really like Halloween much, and but also a lot of people also just don't like horror and don't like you know being scared, which you know I get, but that's still, okay. I guess into I the, the Halloween spirit. <laughs> <laughs> and Paul, uh, what got you involved in the in the scare acting? Well, so okay, to be honest, uh, about four years ago, I'll admit. Um, up until like about four years ago, scare acting wasn't really on uh, my radar. Uh, for, for those who don't know, uh, I've worked in film and TV for uh, eight years. I've worked as a background actor and a set production assistant, which is how I met Jacob. Uh, but I'm also an actor. Like, that, that's my main thing. I act. But I was looking for, like, you know, new avenues of work, like new means of, of work uh, at that time in 2018. And I saw someone post on my Facebook about needing scare actors for Halloween Horror Nights. And I'm like, huh, I've never done that before. I, mean, I haven't even been to Halloween Horror Nights yet. But I thought I'd go in, just like try out. Uh, wasn't really expecting much of it, and I got in. I'm like, oh, okay, now I'm in a, a whole new world here. I mean, my world has mostly been working on, you know, TV and film sets at, you know, major studios. But I have never worked at a theme park before. So I was just like, okay, this is going to be very interesting. And it kind of took me a while to kind of like, you know, get in and like, you know, kind of get to know how it all works and everything. Also get to know the people there. And uh, Halloween Horror Nights 2018 was, it, it, it so far has been the only time I've ever done scare acting, but it was such a great time. And a lot of that was due to like a lot of the great people that I met, one of them being Angel here. Nice, nice. Um, okay, so what is it that you two are working on right now? Can you kind of take me through the haunt that you're involved in right now and what you guys do? And uh, Angelique, please feel free to take the lead. So right now I am at HHN Hollywood. Um, I actually hurt my knee in the very first weekend. So I was a pool performer, which at Universal Studios means that uh, – it's actually a kind of a nice big deal to be a pool performer because this means that when you audition, if you get cast as pool, this means that when you auditioned, they were able to see, oh, we can put this person anywhere and they'll do fine for that night. Um, but unfortunately, you also get put in pool if you hurt yourself and can't do a lot. So for a good uh, four weeks, I was a blackout performer, which means they kind of park you behind a wall and you operate a gag like lights or sound or um, some kind of 
little machinery that comes out and scares people. So that was actually kind of fun for a little bit. But I've actually been getting better, even with my ACL being gone in my right knee right now. And Ooh, I that's just, rough. Yeah, it was not wasn't a good day. Um, but right now I've actually been pretty okay. I'm comfortable standing and walking. So they actually put me as a permanent Renfield at Universal Monsters Legends, and that's where <sighs> I've been for the last two weekends. Are you Renfield from Dracula? Yes, and I love nice. it. That's so awesome. Nice, that's awesome. That's so cool. Uh, Paul, what do you, what do you do right now? <laughs> well, I'm actually not working at any haunts right now. Uh, right now, I've actually got a job over at uh, Warner Brothers, but I am still very much. I, I I haven't done horror nights in a while. I auditioned a couple times over the years. I didn't get in this year, unfortunately. But I am still very much a supporter and fan of Halloween horror night horror nights, no matter what. I always will be, and. I am planning on going uh, real soon in about a week, and so I can't wait to see what it's like and be scared by Angel and so Yay! many fellow uh, friends who are uh, scare actors. <laughs> nice. I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, but my time uh, being a scare actor, it, it was a lot of fun uh, when I did it back in 2018. 2018 was honestly a really good year. 2018 was a great year. It was the year before the crazy pandemic. <laughs> I'm <just> kidding. <laughs> uh, well, I kind of want to go over some of the things, uh, some of the challenges as scare actors that you two have had to face before. Uh, we know that Angel, you just had a really big challenge with your ACL tearing. Yes. I mean, talk about committing to the method acting. I mean, damn. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I was, uh, I was so pissed because I just went through this in 2019. I tore my ACL at Halloween Horror Nights then too on my left knee. They got you guys running around a lot, huh? Yes, it's a. I don't think people realize how physically demanding it is. They they don't know it until they do the first weekend, and that's when we get oh, a lot wow. of people dropping. Is because they're like, oh shit, I can't do this for what, eight weeks, seven weeks? That's rough. Yeah. So what what would you say um, is the biggest challenge uh, that you've had to, you know, overcome while working on uh, one of these haunts? Was it tearing your ACL and recuperating quickly? Or is there something else more demanding that you've had to, you know, be challenged with? Uh, I think it's just the, you know, I grew up doing a lot of sports. And, you know, when you're little, you have all the energy in the world. You know, you don't really think about getting tired or like, oh, okay, I have to go do this because my parents said I had to go do it. But then doing something this this physically demanding by choice, <laughs> I think is the challenge. Um, and then obviously taking care of yourself and um, taking care of your being aware of your body when it's telling you you're tired or you need a break. Um, a lot of these new performers that we get every year, they're so excited to do the job and they love it usually. But unfortunately, this is also when it's also the new people that get passed out at some point in the event because they're overheating, they get heat exhaustion, or it's a, it's a lot of costumes. I mean, Paul knows it's so many layers that you're in costume and you're running around doing scares every seven seconds for 45 minutes. Yeah, yeah that's intense. I, I personally never realized or even thought about how much effort and hard work goes into that. And you're right, wearing those costumes. Some people probably have the giant latex masks on, I'm assuming. So probably yes. makes it even more difficult to breathe. I mean, granted, we wear masks for, you know, COVID and all that. So maybe there's been a little practice in that room. But still, that's very demanding. Um, Paul, what was a, a big challenge from you from your past experience? So one of my biggest things, so in the beginning, uh, when I got cast uh, for Horror Nights, the first big obstacle that I faced was the fact that they were going to give me a latex mask to wear. Now, I thought that was going to be a challenge for me uh, because I wear glasses. I don't wear contacts. I, I've tried. I used to get 
sensitive, whatever. Maybe I'm just a wuss or whatever, but I've tried. I, 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 I wear glasses and I was, th- this mask was not going to be able to like accommodate that. I wasn't going to be able to like wear that and my glasses uh, while scare acting. I had no idea what kind of costume they were going to put me in, but I was, I was just like, is there anything that you guys can give me that can help me with this? And they didn't have anything. So I'm like, okay, let me just try it. Let me just try to just take off my glasses when I'm putting on this latex mask, I was a I was a clown. I was an EMT clown with long green hair and a big red nose at the uh, Terror Tram, which is where they have the uh, the World of Worlds plane crash site and the Bates Motel over at the Universal Backlot. That's where Terror Tram is because you take the Universal Studios uh, tour tram up to that section of the park, and then you get That's scared. Cool. Yeah, and every year it's like a different theme, um, and so that year we had like a lot of scary clowns, and I was one of them. But I actually learned to adapt. Like, you know, I would take, take out my glasses, put them like on the side. We have like a little break area. And then I would go off with the mask. And then I would just have to like really get close to people to see what, who I was scaring and everything. I could see without my glasses, but just it's not very clear. But I learned how to adapt in the dark, in the fog, loud music, lots of people. I was actually able to make that work. I'm like, if I can make that work night after night then, yeah, I don't want to hear anybody complaining about wearing a COVID mask ever again. So, no <laughs> Fair oh enough. God. Yeah, so that that was a challenge for me. just wanted to say that pissed me off so much during COVID. People were like, I can't breathe in a paper mask. Like, really? <laughs> Try putting on a ninja hoodie and your mask and then yeah. running around for 45 minutes. Exactly. Oh, exactly. <laughs> we had to do that, like, night after night for, like, you know, like an hour, hour and a half, however long, like, those shifts were. Um but that was a big challenge for me. And then the other challenge was, uh, it was very physically demanding because it's like in my section, I know I like every section, like every maze is different, but like in my section, I had like, like a bunch of like free space. And so I would like walk, you know, walk around, like run up like people and like scare them, whatever, as the clown. So I had like that little area. Um, I know some people do different things like, you know, blackout perform or whatever, but that's what I was doing. And it was very physically demanding for me. Um, I almost hit a point during that period in Horror Nights where I almost hit like burnout because I was also working as a production assistant on the days when I wasn't doing Horror Nights. I remember... And those themselves, they're like, you know, 16-hour days when you're on set. Yeah. Yeah. I remember at one point, I don't remember if it was like in September, October, it may have been September bleeding into October, but I worked like 10 days in a row because Horror Nights, we do like Thursday to Sunday or Wednesday to Sunday if Universal feels like adding an extra day. So I would use that Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday to work as a PA. But um, but then I started taking Mondays off. That became my weekend because I was like, I don't want to like finish Horror Nights at 1 a.m. and then have to go report to set at like 6.30 a.m. Right. Yeah, so I was just like, okay, I can't do that. So that was demanding. And then also me just being in like a whole new world with a lot of people I didn't know, but then I slowly started to talk to more people. And I'm um, I was a little shy in the beginning, but then I was able to break out of that a little bit. So, All right. Well, Paul, we know that you uh, are an actor, that you pursue that career, as well as many other things. We've had you on the show before. You're a jack-of-all-trades. We know you're a writer. You've helped me out in that department. You're At this point, you're kind of a podcaster yourself. You've come on to my show twice, on my other show as well, twice, I believe. Yeah, that's right. Uh, you've been on other people's podcasts. Uh, I know that you do incredible voice acting. I know that you're a big cosplayer guy. But, Angelique, are you... 
uh, an actor as well? Do you pursue this uh, outside of the scare acting? Do you pursue acting as well? I do. Yeah, I'm an actor and writer. Okay, fantastic. Another writer. I love it. Um, I want to. I want to kind of get into. Uh, you guys work at Halloween Horror Nights, which is a part of Universal Studios. It's a huge, huge haunt that goes on here in Los Angeles, California. Uh, there are other haunts everywhere across the states. Uh, I know where I'm from. We have a lot of big haunts, and it usually involves volunteers. But something unexpected that I didn't realize is for Universal uh, Halloween Horror Nights, you had to audition for that. So it's not like a volunteer role. Like you had to actually act and, and earn that spot. Could you kind of take me through some of that process and, and what that was like for you? Um, let's see. I I told, let's see, when I was 18, I, wa- I told myself I want to audition for Halloween Horror Nights because I had already been a huge fan of the events. I had been going all throughout high school and I thought they was. I thought they were so cool, uh, the scare actors and all the stuff they get to wear. Didn't make it the first two years. <laughs> I always tell people when they want to try out for Halloween Horror Nights, especially HHN, because um, I don't know what the act, what they're looking for exactly. Um, it seems to change every year, but I do know that one of the things that they, one of the one thing that they do look for is to make sure that you can act chaotic and crazy, but not touch anybody around you. So one of the processes of auditioning is uh, they put you in a big room with like 20 other people who are also trying out and they tell you, okay, we're going to play some music that we use in the park. Um, It's going to build gradually, use that time to like stalk or create a character, be whatever you want. But when the beat drops in the music, just run around the room, go crazy, uh, snarl, do whatever it is your character's doing, go ahead and do it. But they look to see that you're not touching anybody because that's their big rule is that you don't touch anybody. That's whew, that's a that's an intense audition. <laughs> it is, yeah. And it's, um, even if pe- I tell people you're probably not going to get it the first time around, I certainly didn't. It took me three times to get it. But even if you want to do it just for fun, just to see what it looks like, go for it anyway. Because looking at other people like act crazy or do whatever it is they do, it's so much fun to watch. Now. Angelique, um, you've been doing this for a while, and I know Paul said he did it for a while up until the pandemic. Do you have to audition every time? It used to be the case, but I think COVID, to kind of lessen the numbers of people auditioning, um, now what they're doing is if you've done it for the last three years, you don't have to audition. It's yep. just a matter of let's see of where we can place you if we need you. Mm-hmm. They did that with me this year, yeah. If you're brand spanking new, though, then, yeah, you have to go and audition. Okay. Well, good luck to those out there auditioning. <laughs> it sounds really <laughs> intense. Um, okay. And I'm kind of get back into some of these questions here. Is there a hard reality as a scare actor that you had to face and overcome? Something perhaps unexpected that, you know, you said you were a fan, you really wanted to do this for a long time. It took you three auditions to make it in here. Was there anything that was unexpected that was a, a very difficult uh, reality that you had to face and overcome and, and resolve to become better, basically? It's dealing with the general public. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Fair enough. I think the, the first time I got punched in the face, that was a big, uh, oh. Was a big oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> Woo. That's not fun. Yeah, now it, it it happens at least once. I think after my third year, and I was like, okay, I guess that's just one thing that's going to happen every year is I'll get punched in the face at least once. And sure enough, that's happened. <laughs> so you know you're doing your job, I guess. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> you're certainly scaring people. <laughs> They're reacting. Wow. So that's a... Uh... That's ooh, that is unexpected. I don't think I would would see that coming. I mean, you would kind of think maybe, but you don't really know until it happens. I expect people to shove me at the most. I didn't expect anyone to like literally throw punches. I didn't expect girls to throw punches. That's that was surprising. I've been hit mostly by girls, not so much guys, thank God. But um, yeah, the girls will throw punches pretty damn quickly. 
<laughs> and one night, like two or three people kind of form like a human chain, like hold hands, and like I got pinned against uh, uh, the metal uh, like fence uh, oh when I was God, like really? trying to scare them. Yeah, they all like held on to each other, and then like I got like pinned like against the the fence, and I'm just like I'm trying to get out. Hello, and then they walked away, and like I had to let one of the uh, the what show is control. It? Show control, yeah. Yeah. Got the name of the show control. The show controllers are awesome. Yeah, but yeah, that happened to me, and I've been like, I've had like people like shove uh, their hand in my face a, a few times. But then also the worst is like dealing with like the guests who they're not having fun. They're like, oh, you're not scary, and they're like, they when also when they try to scare you, and it doesn't That's annoying because it's like try out. I'm getting paid to do this. What are you doing? Yeah. Like- <laughs> Have you ever thought about maybe telling them that too? Be like, hey, if you're not having a good time, why don't you come uh, audition and join us? Yeah. Join us. <laughs> I would love to, but the the only con of working Halloween Horror Nights is that you can't speak words. That's true. Ah, okay. Is that when you're in character and you're out there scaring people, you can't say any audibly English or understandable words. So it's a lot of physical acting a lot of physical movement like you said earlier that's why you gotta make sure you're hydrated make sure you know your body and that you've stretched (laughs) that you've got your exercise in because you can't use words that's that's insane so it's all it's all in the uh the facial expressions and and the and the the body language also with a lot of like that like the screaming like like cackling as well it's like you sometimes like depending on your character you're like, ah, or like, you know, that kind of thing. That's true. There is a lot of vocalization, just no actual words. Mm-hmm. Okay. Gr- growls, grunts, screaming, the, the yeah. usual Halloween stuff. I get that. That's exactly. fair. I mean, most monsters only have growls and grunts and screaming. So that's, that's legit. I can go with that. <laughs> okay. So moving on to something a little more positive, what would you say uh, was kind of a valuable takeaway that you've learned from your experience as a scare actor over the years? What's something that's really... Uh, I guess kind of encouraged you to keep you going, uh, maybe made you feel more solidified in the fact that you are doing something that you love and it kind of solidifies why you love it so much. What's a valuable takeaway? As exhausting as it is, I do love the physicality of it. Um, one of my biggest notes uh, when I was starting out as an actor going to um, uh, taking theater in college and everything, my biggest note was that I was never big enough that I was more movie TV acting with all these little things in my face or how I said things or whatever. But in theater, you need to be a really big actor, big gestures, everything 10 times bigger. So scare acting, you have to be big, no matter what it is, whether you're a predatory character or if you're a kill, a victim character, you have to be really big. And Universal Studios really helped me get into like the physicality of doing all of those things, all those different range of uh, horror situations. So I'm very thankful for that. And I'm thankful for how athletic I become for two months when I do this. Um, it's definitely, I tell people like, if you want to lose weight really quick, do Halloween Horror Nights. You'll sweat off everything yes. in like three weekends. That's a good exercise. It's the new diet. <laughs> <laughs> a new diet of uh, gummy snacks and running around for 45 minutes at a time. There you go. <laughs> and then uh, let's see. Horror Nights has taught me how to move, maneuver through big crowds really quickly. Uh, working at Terror Tram, that area that Paul was talking about, the War of the Worlds set, that's basically a scare zone. I don't care what anybody says. It, you have that whole open space to move around and do what you want. Yeah. It, but it teaches you how to maneuver around big crowds really quick. Because, I mean, Paul knows the longer you stay in one place, that's when people start try to start to mess with you. That's true. Yeah. So you have to keep moving around and with big crowds that come in freaking wizard of oz chain link or whatever you learn how to maneuver around 
people yeah. like that really quickly. So that's really helpful. I've, that's helps me a lot at the train station. <laughs> kind of got to be like Michael Myers, you know, you got to be like the shape. You got to appear, give a little scare, and then you got to disappear. I, I love that's that. Right. That's pretty cool. What about you, Paul? What's a, what's a valuable takeaway you've had from your experience? You know, kind of going off of what uh, Angel said about theater, you know, I, I used to do theater uh, in high school and I haven't done theater since high school uh, for many reasons. Yeah, I, a lot of it was I wanted to focus more uh, on film and television and honestly just, you know, there were some things in theater, certain people, certain experiences that I felt like, ah, it just it was a little bit discouraging at the time. I mean, it was high school. There were a lot of, a lot of clicky behavior, a lot of drama, that, that kind of stuff. And so I kind of just wanted to focus on other things but doing Halloween Horror Nights in the beginning I was nervous and I wasn't really sure why but then I realized you know this is the closest thing I've ever done I've done to theater since being out of high school and it was way more fun um and also just because everybody just everyone there were like all these like cool awesome performers and the process of like you know, going through the makeup and then doing like a little pre-show, you know, warm up or whatever. And then doing the show, it's like a live thing, you know, like theaters live and everything. And that, that's what it kind of reminded me of. It reminded me of the good times I had in theater. It reminded me like, this is a really cool theatrical experience that I'm having as an adult. And it kind of made me be like, okay, maybe I should consider uh, getting back into theater uh, because I would like to uh, revisit it. But I think my my big takeaway was that, well, the people there helped make it fun. And also, I really enjoy scaring people. That's <laughs> <laughs> what Halloween's for. Yeah, yeah. I really enjoyed there, there were There were guests there who made it really, and they made it really easy for me to scare them. There were guests there who had, like, such a great sense of humor. And they were so, ex- so excited, and it made me excited uh, to be there scaring them. So it was those, it was those things that really made it, like, a great time for me. Uh, going off of what you said, Paul, uh, and I'm sure An- Angelique, you could probably relate to this. Uh, would you say that it kind of forms us like a bond of camaraderie between the other scare actors, the show control, uh, the haunt itself? Do you get this sense of camaraderie where you guys all look out for one another and help each other out and at the same time have a lot of fun? Yes, definitely. Absolutely. I It actually hit me the other day that all of us are so close um, especially when we had a, everyone from 2018 Terra Tram, like it hit me that we're all so close because it's basically like a shared trauma of like dodging people <laughs> and running around ex- exhausting ourselves. But you know what? When we're out there all together, we're re- we're literally all looking out for each other. We're looking to see if somebody hit. Like if, if, I never was in the same area as Paul, but if I knew he was on set with me, I'm gonna be looking out for him to make sure nobody messes with him, or if anyone tries to mess with him, I'm gonna jump in there and get in the space between him and somebody who was getting aggressive and when where i was at the bates motel i knew that i had doug and andrew looking out for me especially because i was the kill i was a victim so i always had people trying to mess with me but luckily these guys were always around to make sure that you know everyone kept their distance and sarah too was she was a she was one of Billy's, so she was always really protective of steven who was her kill and (laughs) i love that you're protective of your kills (laughs) 
it's, it's true though that I, I it hit me that yeah we're we're all so close because it's shared trauma shared trauma each other and having fun with it I, I love hearing too that you know yes it can get a little wild it can get out of hand you never know the reaction of somebody you're scaring like in anticipating getting hit in the face but I love that you guys have such a good sense of humor about this where it sounds like you actually found ways as a group uh, as actors to help peacefully dissolve situations before they get out of hand i think that's really cool that they help train you guys that and that you kind of learn it in the moment of how to like hey hey we're having fun it's all good i think that's really cool yeah yeah most of the time it's it's okay it's just you know once it's really once in a blue moon i mean it does happen often like i'm sure every day something happens that's really bad but as far as like in your maze or in your area it's really only once in a blue moon that something really serious happens and everyone's like oh shit like we need to help what's going on where we help each other out uh, especially with comfort especially with girls i've always liked being a character where it's more androgynous you can't tell whether if i'm a man or a woman because if they can tell i'm a girl people are going to try to start touching me but if i'm a man i rather they think i'm a man because i'd rather be shoved than touched which is the unfortunate thing that's so sad that even in a haunt you still have creeps oh absolutely that's i'm so sorry to hear that that's such a shame the worst kind of monsters the worst kind of monsters absolutely going off of that though um what's your drive guys what what keeps you doing this insanity that you love my love for halloween i think that's the same for me too i love Halloween so much i love halloween it's uh everything that pissed me off in the past year i can get it out here (laughs) Uh, i can take it out on random people without actually hurting anybody and that gets out all of my aggression in this little five foot two body. So <laughs> nice. It's a good healthy outlet, I guess. It is. And a wonderful drive to have the spirit of Halloween. I love it. Go- going forward, if there's someone out there that wants to be a scare actor, they want to get involved, whether it's with Universal, you know, Halloween Horror Nights, or it's with, you know, other haunts that are out there that they can volunteer for, what's some valuable advice that you could give them? What's something that they could uh, take from you guys if they're pursuing this? Get to know your fellow scare actors. Like, take that time to talk to them, learn from them, to develop, like, those really tight bonds. You know, get get to know them early on. When people are auditioning, I tell them... I mean, it's like with any audition. I wish someone told me this sooner. But especially in particular with Halloween Horror Nights, if you feel stupid doing it, you're probably doing it right. <laughs> that's a uh, that's good <laughs> yes. so learn to uh take the humility i guess learn to enjoy the humor in yourself uh whatever you think is too much or whatever you think is too much for a werewolf or a zombie or whatever just do it you never yeah. know embrace the embarrassment it'll yeah, make it better cringe. <laughs> <laughs> i love it well guys thank you so much for being here today uh thank you for telling me about the haunts and you know for sharing your your experience and your journey in doing this you're obviously insane um and, and it seems to do very well as a, oh, as a scare actor <laughs> Um, I, I like to take this time uh, near the end of the show to just let you guys address anything else that you would like to discuss, anything about the haunts that you want to put out there. If you want to promote yourself, if there's anything else out there that you want to talk about, please, now is the time. Um, if you want people to be able to find you on social media, you feel free to share that. The, the platform is yours. Yeah, I was going to say, um, in terms of uh, anything we'll have to talk about, uh, like with Halloween Horror Nights, I do have one uh, favorite memory uh, that actually happened right after Horror Nights. I used to host these happy hour parties at this place on City Walk uh, called Howl at the Moon. And I hosted a big one. Angel's face light up at that, so obviously this is a good story. (laughs) (laughs) 
I hosted one uh, the weekend after Horror Nights ended in 2018, and I've been hosting them for years, but this is like the first one where I invited like pretty much everyone from uh, Horror Nights, and it was a big party. It was like my biggest party to date, and there were so many of us from Terror Tramp who were there, and it, it, it's it's one of my favorite memories, like not just Horror Nights, but also just of L.A. in general. Um, uh, it, it was a really good time, and it made me be like, you know what, I... I I think doing Halloween Horror Nights was worth it because of all the all the new people that I've met, all the new friends uh, that I've made, and it made me be like, okay, I, sh- I should have been, I should have started doing Horror Nights a long time ago. <laughs> so, yeah, that was a really good party. <laughs> Thank you. I'm glad you guys came. Yeah, so that was fun. In terms of anything to plug in, uh, you guys can follow me on Instagram, uh, Pollywood Forever, to follow uh, everything that I'm doing, acting, uh, filmmaking. And the cosplaying wise, uh, I'm also a photographer. I have a separate Instagram for that. Paul Zechariah Photography. Uh, check me out. Fantastic. And Angelique, anything for you? I just I love working this event so much, and it's the same with any haunter from any haunt that I've spoken to. That they really get dedicated and love their haunt so much, and that there's such a strong loyalty to it. Um, wherever you go, talking to people from Knots, they're hella loyal to Knots, and people from Universal are really loyal to Universal. We actually have this really cool understanding. Usually, this is the first year Universal didn't do it, so I'm a little um, peeved at them, where we have a night where we can go to Knots and see them, and Knots can come and see us. Knots had one Wednesday already planned in their in their calendar, which is this next Wednesday. So I bought my tickets to go to Knott's and Universal, unfortunately, added a night. I'm not going. I'm going to go to Knott's. Because <laughs> <laughs> I really, because as much as I'm, I'm loyal to Universal, Knott's has some really good original mazes that I don't think anybody should sleep on. They're fantastic. They get the amazing luxury of getting bungee performers and their performers can get sassy and talk smack to you. And I love it. I think it's funny. Wow. Okay. So, so That's pretty cool. Definitely, I mean, Universal, like, yeah, if you like the movies, come to Universal. But if you want to get, like, a really good, like, original creative scare, go to Knott's. Because I love what they do over there. I'm a, I'm a big fan of them. So I guess you'd say each haunt is universally different. Absolutely. Uh, is there anything else you'd like to add um people can find me on instagram at small angry opera ghost i love that (laughs) and um aside from halloween horror nights i'm an actor i'm a singer i sing opera that's what i went to school to study for oh cool do you have any shows coming up i do not no i'm trying to uh uh coming back from covid i mean right now it's been catching up on like getting work and like making hours and all of that fair enough but right now i am trying to get back out there as an actor hhn is kind of my step back it going back into it so yeah if you need a small somewhat thick native american girl for anything give me a call (laughs) fantastic Uh, okay so before you go can i put you guys on the spot as scare actors can i get your best evil witch cackle or evil laugh that you have (sighs) all right Angel, you want to go first? Yeah, I'll go first. All right. Give me a second. <laughs> uh, it's a warm-up process. Let's do this. <laughs> nice. nice. Awesome. All right. All right. I'm going to... Sorry if I break the microphone here. <laughs> go for it. All right. <laughs> yeah. That's a good one. Well, there's my for the day. <laughs> wow. That was nice. I auditioned back in 2018. <laughs> and that's how you get a job. 
<laughs> I love yes. it. <laughs> although, although Jacob, Jacob, uh, I'd like to do one thing uh, here with Angel. This is part of our uh, Terror Tram uh, tradition. Angel, you, you know what I'm talking about. Absolutely. All right. Terror Tram! Oh! Ooh. Yes. yes. <laughs> That's what we do for every night. I love it. I love again. I see the camaraderie. I see the smiles. I love that the spirit of Halloween is just awesome, fun, good times. Thank you guys so much for coming on. Thank you for sharing your experience as scare actors. Thank you for kind of giving me an inside look into the world of what it is to be a part of a haunt. I absolutely enjoyed this conversation with you. Um, I can't wait to go out and see what's happening out there at the haunts. I'm excited for my kid to get just a little bit older so we can go and have some fun. I don't want him punching anyone in the face just yet. (laughs) For sure. And again, uh, there's all kinds of haunts going on. It's the month of October. It's spooky season. Go out there. As Angel herself said, every one of them provides something unique and different that you can go and enjoy. It's your preference, guys. Thank you both for being here. And as always, until the next time, everyone, stay golden. Thanks for tuning in to IPA Sessions. To help support this podcast, please rate and review and click that subscribe button to follow for new bi-weekly episodes. And if you're an independent artist out there looking to promote your work or yourself, please reach out to me via social media at IPA Sessions on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. You can also reach out to me via email at IPA Sessions Podcast at gmail.com. Thanks for listening, and I hope you felt inspired.